Episode 92 of the Plus One Player Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Steve, and guess who's back this week? It's the lore connoisseur himself, Matt Martinez. Hello, Matt. How are you? I've been on a lore journey. Yeah, you, you're going to have to fill us in on what you've been doing because it seems like you're, you've really been going the Skyrim route and you're like role-playing as a pottery guy now. I have been trying to make the Elder Scrolls in clay form. That's a fruitful endeavor I, I i wish you nothing but the best on that journey and Thank this you. week like i said last episode we have a very special guest it's tim himself of evil tim industries hello tim how are you hello, this Steve. fine evening hello matt i hello. am very hot it yeah. is very warm here <laughs> yeah it's been it's been warm and today was actually cooler oh i mean a little bit <laughs> i live down by the water so it's a little buh, it's a little a little it's muggy a little, uh, these days. Oh, so you get, you get the mugginess going on. I see, I see. Yeah. You don't get a nice cool breeze off the water. It's more of mosquitoes and just swamp life. Mm-hmm. Me and the housemates, we call ourselves the uh, the swamp people. Nice. That's the best oh. thing to describe our situation. Oh. A good term of endearment. So, oh. Tim, if you could fill the fine folks in on how we know you, other than, of course, <laughs> you being a fine member of the Discord community and a wonderful sponsor of the patch notes slash voicemail slash yes. indie spotlight segment with Evil Tim Industries. Mm-hmm. So how have we come into each other's lives? Uh, well, it starts a long time ago, Oh, back before oh. I started the company, back before everything started going really well. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Before the I, venture mm-hmm. capital started oh, yeah. flowing oh, yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, I haven't sold any of the uh, actual like shares of anything yet, so I still have uh, controlling stakes. So everything's going well. That's uh, good. But it was a long time ago I met uh, our, uh, our good friend Christine and uh, Matt O back in the day. Uh, they said, hey, uh, we know hey. you like video games. And I what said, a wonderful kind of day. Yeah. <laughs> Learn to laugh and play. Mm, get along get with each along. other. <laughs> yeah. And they said, hey, we have a podcast that we would like you to listen to. We've been friends for a couple of years now, just drinking buddies down at the bar, just trivia nights and whatnot. And I said, nice. okay, let me give it a shot. And then slowly but surely got to know you guys, got to come on the podcast, play uh, more Overwatch with Matt here than I than we'd both like to admit. Like, Yes. Uh, don't even talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you back on like salty Overwatch, Matt, or is it like um, lukewarm Overwatch, Matt? I'm very much over Overwatch. Ooh, this yeah, is a I brand just new completely level. Completely done with it. Have not seen you on in quite some time. And if like I don't blame you. If like a small group of people are playing, like I'll hop in. As soon as we lose a match, I'm like, <laughs> why am I playing this dumb game? <laughs> yeah, that's kind he of. Needs, he needs yeah, to be that's winning. How it to is be satisfied. That's how it is. And but you yeah, don't want to come continue. on right now because this is absolutely the, the worst right now because, you know, the new character just came out yesterday. So oh, it's no. us and all those people who play whenever a new character comes out and only when a new character comes out. So it's been about six months since they've actually played the game, but they have the same level as the rest of us that they used to. It's lots of fun. It's great. It's great. But yeah, as far as going with the podcast, I've just been listening to you guys for what feels like two years now, because I'm pretty sure that getting might close. be true. Almost getting close. Years. Yeah, we have an anniversary coming up, you guys. I uh, think it might be the tin anniversary. I'm not sure. Um, I do love tin. Tin is good. Great alloy. Fantastic alloy. <laughs> it's really good for lining things, like pots. Yeah. 
Speaking of pots, where <laughs> have know, you I been, Matt? I don't know Matt? if that's true. <laughs> in a pot. He's been in a pot. Yeah, fill us in on the journey of you. You've been gone for so, for what seems like so long. It has been that. That is why it feels like that. All right. It's <laughs> a great talk. <laughs> I have been working. Oh. I've taken on all of operations at work. Oh, jeez. I have someone that reports to me now. Hey! So I do HR, recruiting, operations, and someone reports to me. Our summer parties tomorrow. Nice. I started pottery class on Mondays, 7 through 10 p.m. I wasn't sure why you were talking about pottery so much, but I guess this does make sense. It all makes sense. I don't know. Five classes in. I already signed up for intermediate pottery. Oh, look at you. For next semester. So I'm very much immersed in the pottery world. This is a, a selection. It's oh. a good selection of uh, bowls, and then you got some plates there too. Looks like there being, uh, uh, yeah, one plate, two large bowls, uh, some cups, and some things that I had like experimented with very early on. Nice. I I still have them. Um, they're more, they're not as good as everything mm. else, but uh, still all right. And, you know, it's the summer. The summer ends up being the busiest time of my year. Yes, a lot of hiring goes on. Plans. Yeah, there's hiring. And then there's also just like, even outside, there's just like tons of things to do. Tons of plans. Firings. I go out like to Long Island because the beach, my parents, and my mom's retired. So now she's coming into the city and we do stuff. It's just like. Oh, that's cute. It's just very, very busy. Busy, yeah. busy times. Well, it's good to have you back. Busy, busy, busy. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the full lore connoisseur collection of pots, you know, plates, cups. I want to see the whole thing. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll purchase. You can a check set, out my you know, Instagram if you're, you're going to do that. Okay. Every piece is unique and costs minimum five hundred dollars. You pay for quality, is what I say. You pay for quality. You pay for my hands touching these items. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to have you back. It's good to have you here, Tim. And episode 92, we got some some things we got to talk about. But you'll notice Manny's not with us. It's because he actually took a ride on the Magic School Bus. And who the fuck knows where he is? Because Miss Frizzle likes to get a little wacky. So while he's out there on an adventure, we got to keep the house clean. So follow us on social media at Plus One Player on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Plus One Player. Go check out the website as well, which is Plus One Player.com. And from there, you can get links to Twitch, which is Twitch.tv slash Plus One Player, as well as the Discord, which is a fantastic community where you can hang out with great people like Tim. We have great conversations hey. all the time. Oh. So come on and join that fantastic Discord community. Unless, of course, you're racist, in which case Matt is not going to sell you any of his fucking pottery. So you lose, pal. You lose. And after all that, if you enjoy the content, if you enjoy hanging out in Discord, head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two because every dollar you give us will go right back to the show to make it the best podcast it can possibly be. We have an amazing group of supporters. We'd love it if you join that amazing group as well. And, of course, can't finish up housekeeping without mentioning the biggest Patreon supporter. That's the sponsor of the show, Nerdiest Brands. But I'll tell you about that before the topic of the show, as I always do. And so with that, episode 92, we got some fun planned because this is actually a Tim-suggested topic, which is... Wow! 
you know, this this is this is big. We got a guest coming on. He brings a great idea to the table, and we're going to talk all about it. I apologize so, in advance. <laughs> can't be any worse than any of the other 91 topics we've had. So, Matt, what are we talking about this week? I think we have a special guest. I have to check the guest list to see if she's here yet. I got to check with the producer. You know, this is a big operation here, so... Hopefully she's here. If not, we probably have, I don't know, some like uh, B list celeb like Jimmy Fallon or something who can walk upstairs because we're in the we're in NBC studios. Oh, Jimmy recording Fallon. this. So. Are we? Yeah, I know. Would really like <laughs> this guest to be here, but if not, we'll we'll have Jimmy on the show. She might be here for uh, for our opening segment, and then we're gonna go into the topic of the pod, which. As Stephen did mention, was brought to us by the CEO of Evil Tim Industries himself. And it is gaming universes that we would like to live in. Yes. And why. Very creative topic. Would love to hear uh, everyone call in and learn their answers as well. Mm -hmm. I basically, I've got, well, I have a few that are interesting. Uh, and then we'll close it off with patch notes and talk about some news that's been happening. And then the show's over. And I have $200 of alcohol being delivered to my apartment. Ooh. And that's that. He's going to drink Can it I all ask, tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, what, how, define $200 worth of alcohol. Is it four bottles at two hundred with worth of $200? Or is it 200 no. bottles a dollar each? What are we talking here? It's more as many... 12 packs as goes into $200. But did you get any Trulies is the real question. Any what? Trulies. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a Truly is? No. Spike Seltzer. It's delicious. I'm drinking it right now. White Claw? Yeah, it's the same concept. Like literally the same exact concept. I like White Claw. From my sources, that White Claw is trashy. It is trashy. That's why you drink it. Okay. I think it's well. delicious. So, it sounds like we got some fun stuff for episode ninety-two. So let's find out: is the is the big guest of honor here? Are we gonna are we gonna kick this off the right way? Let me go check. We're gonna go find her. Yeah, I, I I'm, find her. I'm like fangirling a little bit right now. Kind of yeah, excited. this is a huge moment because it's not every day that a guest gets to realize the majesty that is one Donna D. Oh, she's my personal hero, so I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, this is quite the effort he's going through to simulate this. <laughs> this is incredible. Donna, Donna, I'm glad you drink White Claw because it's, seltzer is a, a good beverage to have on a hot summer day. Mm. I love LaCroix, so naturally, I'm going to love White Claw. Good. See, we got some things in common. Welcome back, Donna. Thanks. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome. I know how it goes. And I got 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. Donna's a busy woman. <laughs> welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Donna D. This is the rapid fire show where our panelists will each give their take on a variety of topics in under 30 seconds as we all sip on piping hot mugs of Arabica coffee. Actually, oh God, it's so hot. I got my chai from Starbucks, chai latte, gotta have the spice, extra spice, five pumps, 
Six pumps if I'm feeling extra spicy. <laughs> I'm usually only good for two. <laughs> so, alrighty. Let's get started. It's Mimosa Night at Meatballs and Patchogue, and Mama's got to be there early so that I can get a seat for the gals. Teresa, Janine, Janet, it's Lady Nights. The kids are at home with Dave watching a movie and having pizza, so I'm off. So let's have a nice time, all right? We just want to have a nice night, go out, connect, connect with my friends. Mm -hmm. Dave and Donna, are your kids also named names that start with D? Is it just all Ds? Yes. Awesome. (laughs) It's fantastic. I love alliteration. me and Dave, and then David Jr., and then Daniela. Daniela. Okay. Of course. It's the D. All righty. <laughs> on these first 30 topics, you each get 30 seconds. Let me get my timer. It's on my Apple Watch. I use my Apple Watch for texts. I just look at them, and then I pull out my phone to respond to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's really useful. useful. Mm-hmm. And I count my I count my steps. I'm on a step competition. Gotta count my steps. With you and the gals? All right, I got my timer. Me and the gals. Teresa, she's a cheetah. (laughs) (laughs) She's out there just shaking her wrist. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. She's a cheetah, though. All right. First 30 seconds. Steven. Yes. Is Overwatch dead yet? Go. Uh, It's definitely not dead yet. But I do think they're trying to gear up to maybe go with an Overwatch 2. And I I can actually see them, maybe with Overwatch 2, doing more PvE stuff. Because it seems like those events tend to get a lot of people into it. And it brings a crowd together who might not be so gung-ho about PvP all the time. So I think we end up seeing a transition into Overwatch 2 as we kind of get near, maybe towards the end of next year. Time! All right. Tim, Mm -hmm. Overwatch dead, same statement i don't know who you are <laughs> okay uh i it depends on what you think about overwatch and whether you actually think it's going to die i think they could really fix the situation because most people are really frustrated with just the lack of characters i know you know uh matt m not you matt m has been rather frustrated with like just know what that is don't even know not uh, the same person counter picks in general and if they were actually able to introduce a little bit more variety counter picks wouldn't be so set in stone there'd just be a lot more versatility and It'll be better. That's your time. <laughs> Remember, it's ladies' night. All right. Topic number two. Steven, Ninja to Mixer. Is there a future for Mixer? Yeah, I definitely think there's a future. It's because it's backed by Microsoft, and it's like there needs to be some competition for Twitch. And Mixer, the way, from what I've seen, it kind of gives smaller streamers kind of a chance to get noticed, whereas Twitch is more about already the, the people who are established and who kind of make them a bunch of money. I like any type of competition. Like, I'm one of the people who actually really enjoys the Epic Games Store because I like that it's trying to force a little bit of change with Steam. So, I do like competition. I hope that it, it is here to stay. No more talking. All right, Timmy. Ninja to Mixer. <laughs> is there a future for Mixer? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's got nearly the same level of audience. I think everyone's going to gravitate toward Twitch. He can go over there, and maybe he'll bring some people over with, but I don't think there's enough overlap to really make that whole platform really worth it. I've been wrong before, I'll be wrong again, but I really don't think there's a chance. I think Twitch is where it's at, and I don't think that's going to change, especially since they're backed by, you know, goddamn Amazon. But Alrighty, future, uh, near future of gaming, mm. VR or streaming? Steven. It's so tough because I really feel like VR has kind of been on like the precipice 
for kind of like for years now everyone's like this is the future this is the future i do think that vr is getting way more of a push though because we saw with the new oculus set that's more portable the psvr there's rumors there's like psvr 2 on the way with the new ps5 coming out so i think you're gonna see more vr more affordable vr and more game companies push to develop for vr right timothy immediate future of gaming vr or streaming I think streaming is going to be the way to go because a lot more companies are going to make a lot more money just by not actually having to produce these physical copies of games. I'm one of those weirdo who wants a library, a bookcase full of physical copies of games so I can just look at them and go, ooh, ah. But if they can just not spend the money making all those discs, they'll save a ton. They'll make a major push for that if they can. VR, I don't know. They had their chance. They've had their chance since the 80s, the 90s, and again. So, meh. I also have had my chance since the 80s and 90s. Oh, you still got your chance. And I ended up with Dave. (laughs) All right. Next discussion. Next question. Whatever it is. End of humanity. Robots gain sentience or zombie apocalypse? The robots, for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're watching every time Boston Dynamics makes a new video about their robot dogs opening doors. It just is that Black Mirror episode, Metalhead, where that dog will eventually wield a weapon and shoot you in the fucking face. The robots have been fucking us up since fucking Terminator. People need to stop making robots and just go watch Terminator one time and realize it doesn't end that well. It's like, oh, well, you know, we kind of won. It's like, did we, though? Because it really gets fucked later on in the series. Fuck robots. I kind of like my Roomba, though. All right, Timmy. (laughs) Until you wake up one morning and it's sucking out your heart. (laughs) Right, Timmy. Robots game, sentience, a zombie apocalypse, end of humanity. I like to be the contrarian, but I'm going to have to agree with Steve. It's really the robots. They're going to come back. I can deal with zombies. Zombies are kind of gross, but whatever. Robots, I can't shoot them. I can't break them. I'm not even smart enough to hack into them, so bah. But... I would normally say, like, oh, maybe zombies are better, but, like, there's, you know, there's an android on this podcast usually, and that's a little scary if you really think about it. It's true. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. My, Kate, my son my son queen. gave me that question, so I told him I'd ask him. Ask yeah, because zombies really, just kick him in the knee, they fall yeah. down. All right. Uh, last question, most important. Mm. Frozen Marg or regular Marg? I, I, I go with the regular Margarita. I think it's just like, it, it, I don't know how much science there is behind this, but I feel like you get more alcohol with a regular margarita. <laughs> I feel like with the frozen margarita, it's all like just fluff, you know? That's a, a lot, lot of, of presentation, fluff. whereas the regular margarita is all about substance. It's just like, boom, here's your margarita, here's your lime, here's your salt. Get drunk. Regular margarita for the win. All right, Timmy. Regular marg or frozen marg? Frozen marg. Absolutely. It's got all the ice in there, so slowly it kind of tricks me into thinking that I'm rehydrating myself while I'm actually drinking this. <laughs> that is absolutely not true, but I think lots of things when I'm drinking margaritas, and, you know, things happen. But, yes, that, absolutely. Alrighty, that was a trick question. The answer was both double-fisted. <laughs> <laughs> mango in the left, strawberry in the right. Yes, I'm a big fan of mango margaritas myself. Good choice. Thank you. Alrighty. We actually have a uh, Coffee Talk discussion series question as well. There's no time limit here, just a casual talk. But remember, I don't have too much time left. It's ladies' night. What TV Wait, shows are you excited about right now? What are you watching? What do you want to share? I think that like the show I'm most excited about these days is just 
watching The Boys over and over again. That show has just been blowing me away more and more every time I watch it. Rewatching it, I've loved it. It's just, like, you know, highest rated show on Amazon right now, so it's cool. Channing Tatum in that? No. He's not. He's not, but I wish he was. He's a very me good too. actor. He's a very comedic, good comedic actor. He's all right. Yeah. yeah, I was a big fan of the boys. I binged the hell out mm. of that. I loved every second mm-hmm. of it. The they leave you on a real big cliffhanger. Yeah. That's that for Carl sure. Orban. And then um yeah, oh man. But the butcher, he's a great character. Homelander is chilling every time he's on screen. You don't know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. And recently I've been watching the new season of Glow, which <gasps> is just fantastic. I love Glow. The new season's been really good. It's kinda shifting more focus on just character development as opposed to like the wrestling mm. aspect. But it's been great. I love that cast great group of folks really entertaining it's ironic that i think it's had more seasons of the show than the actual glow actually had as a like a wrestling entertainment like organization yeah i'm pretty sure it was just one but there's actually a documentary about the actual glow on netflix oh yeah i've watched that it's very very entertaining it's kind of really sad and really heartwarming it's nice that's kind of just wrestling as a whole you know it's like pretty cool and heartwarming then you're like wow some of it's really fucking depressing. Yeah. And then you see like three people come in in wheelchairs. They're like, my knees don't work anymore. And you're like, oh, 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 okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets a little sad. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I've been watching. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. Anybody going to ask me? Uh, Donna, what have you what been have watching? What have you been watching, Donna? I've been watching Dead to Me. Great show. Very mm-hmm. good. Love Reese. It's fantastic. Think, and reruns of... I don't of, think it's of, Reese. I don't think it's Reese. Oh, what's thing. she in? She's in the other one. It's it's well, it's Christina Applegate. Christina and Applegate, then, uh, love her. And who's in? Reese is in that other one on HBO. Oh, Big Little Lies. Yes. Mm-hmm. With Nicole too. I once had a friend that knew Nicole before she was big. Oh, okay. Oh. And I don't talk to either of them now. So. All right. Well, that's been coffee well, that's talk. Unfortunate. <laughs> I'm out. I gotta go pick up Tanya. So that we can all meet at Janice's and take an Uber over together. Right? That sounds like a good time. Okay, ciao. 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 Well, that was just, it was so good to have her mm. back. I know because it's tough. The summer, she's got Little League because the kids, I mean, baseball just goes forever. I didn't, and did so, I miss you know, her? I'm glad. Oh, I I'm, think I, you did. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's so I tough. I was it's looking so around, I walked around the whole studio trying to find her. She's in and out. She's got places to be, people to see. She's a popular individual. That's why she's Donna you D. You didn't hear her heels? The heels were the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, was I was walking around trying to find her. Well, maybe next time when she comes in, we'll, we'll have to keep you situated so you can interact with her yourself. Yeah. But now, we've had a lot of fun with Donna. It was good reminiscing and catching up over some coffee. So now it's time to hop into the topic of the podcast. But before we do, the show is brought to you by our sponsor, Nerdiest Brands. So if you want some incredible nerdy gear like Marvel, DC, Overwatch, which isn't dead. I can tell you what's not dead about Overwatch. It's the damn gear on NerdiestBrands.com because there's plenty of it and it's great stuff. So go on over to NerdiestBrands.com. That's N-E-R-D-I-O-U-S Brands.com. And like I've been saying the past couple weeks, you get a 15% off discount as well if you use plus the number one discount. So plus one discount when you're buying your awesome nerdy gear at nerdiestbrands.com. So go check it out. I actually just got a shirt from them. It's a Daily Bugle shirt. I'm very excited about it. I think I'm going to wear it this weekend. This weekend. (laughs) Tomorrow. Oh, here's where my glasses cloth went. Oh. There's Donna left it there actually for you. I can smell her perfume. (laughs) 
Is that a good thing? So now we're about to head into the topic, which is all about game universes. Ones we want to live in, why we want to live there, and maybe we'll wrap it up with just a quick little discussion about what makes a really satisfying game universe to us. So let's kick it over to the guest, One Evil Tim. What's your what's your first game universe? Because I got a couple prepared. I'm sure I'm sure we all have a few. So what's your first one that you'd love to just make a nice little life for yourself in? Uh, I have I have like a kind of running theme through mine. So I'll start off kind of easy and bland at first. The one universe that I know I want to live in first is basically I want to live in the Animal Crossing universe. I want to live in the village. <laughs> That's a really good answer, actually. It's just so nice. It's so calm. I can spend my days doing anything. No mm-hmm. one works. Everyone just decorates their house really nicely. Uh, you can make all the money you could ever need just digging up dinosaur fossils. And Tom Nook's a bitch, though. <laughs> but if you think about yeah. it, he, well, mm-hmm. he may be a terrible slumlord. That he mm-hmm. is, but mm-hmm. no interest mm-hmm. on that loan. He sells you okay. a house. Well, that's not bad. Exorbitant prices, no interest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good point. Very good point. Because if I was like, if I got that big of a loan and then saw the interest rate and then had to, pay, I'd be making interest payments the whole time. My theme, basically going forward, is just adult things that bother me and that I hate just disappear in all the games, and I think that's where I'm going to go from there. So just Animal Crossing. Now, would you try to go into, like, business with Tom? Maybe make a partnership to try to maybe make a little cash? Like, while you're over there? there? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Because yeah. I always had fun, you know, digging up the fossils. I would start, like, a maybe a competitor museum. You know, put up some actual uh-huh. interesting different art. Not just bizarrely <laughs> store-bought pieces of art to hang up in that museum. I'd actually get some local artists. Since no one does anything all day, they can just build sculptures for me. I think that'd be nice. That's a pretty solid one. It seems like you'd be pretty calm there. Like you have a, you got a lot of animals to hang out with too now, because like all the animals are talking. So, because uh, I don't, I'm not a, not an Animal Crossing <laughs> guy. Are there also humans in this, or are you creating like animal characters? Basically, you are just the one human being. If you can even <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. Like there's okay. So you're so never gonna. I guess find that would love. stick then. You you well you might. I hope I hope you don't. I hope you. I don't. I think you just have to go to like a different village because there just seems to be one human being per village, and you mm. might just have to hang out. Maybe. There. So yeah, I guess your options would be slightly limited in that aspect. But I mean, you get some cool animal friends. You could do some some wacky wacky antics. Yeah, you might know, all of a sudden like, people move antics. away. People come in. You might make friends with a hippopotamus that's really friendly and just says a weird thing at the end. Who knows? See, that sounds like a pretty fun universe to, to call your home. The one question... It's... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to... No, no, no. You, I, I was just going to say it's because it's just ridiculously laid back mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, you don't really have any worries because it's not like a universe where there's any I- imminent danger. So you're really... This is like a perfect retirement universe. Yeah. I kept looking at, like, other universes and going just like, no, I wouldn't want to live there. That's terrifying. Uh, like, the game itself <laughs> involves usually yeah. the end of the world or an alien invasion yeah. or, like... Just, you know, bad guys blowing things up. Animal Crossing, nothing bad happens. Kate would have a, a great time there. She'd spend the entire day fishing, which I'm sure that's exactly what she does in Animal Crossing if she's ever played. I was going to ask, mm-hmm. don't you feel like in the Animal Crossing universe, though, there's like there's just like something simmering like right under the surface? Like a conspiracy that just I like like, to we think just never is. quite find out about? <laughs> there's just like, there's just like, like the town people probably like whisper behind your back or like it's just like something off like maybe all the 
original residents of the town were like murdered and like these people moved in and now it's a secret that they all hold and they can't tell anyone they're actually just a bunch of cultists that have just taken over the town that's why there's no police that's why there's no anything i mean yeah that's a very real possibility but like then just join yeah, the, the cult. more you tell me the more the more i'm very much on matt's side ah! here that there's probably some shady shit going just on yeah. the cult. behind What's closed go doors you know nothing wrong with a little bit of joining of the cult i guess like yeah if you're in retirement i mean whatever. i guess like what else you're you into do, it you know? yeah. yeah i'm not here to judge your universe choices <laughs> as long as you get <laughs> just like, here to make a you cool think job you know like if you get like a cool cult job where you you get to you know you don't have to be the one who's like cleaning up after the hippo yeah. that's just shitting everywhere wow if you get the job that's like i get to bring the hippo the food you know what that he Wait. eventually shits no, 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 he do- are you thinking of no he does that have a involves point. cleaning up after a hippo <laughs> i feel like a tom nook well he brought up a hippo earlier oh, so I feel oh, like oh. This, this cult would probably have that hippo hanging not up. a single one of those houses if i remember correctly has a bathroom so there might be a problem in that regard like yeah i don't want that job no if that happens i'm out Find a new cult. I'm out. Go to a different village. See what their cult's like. Just go next door. What's this cult like? <laughs> Can you guys give me the elevator pitch in your cult? I've been I'm, shopping yeah. cults. I'm, you know, I want to avoid the Considering human Considering other cults. I want to avoid the this, human this sacrifice This is my number cults. one. Like, give me the sea this god This is my cults. reach. This is my safety cult. <laughs> Got it all. So like a, a scholastic aptitude test for cults. You got to take the SATs yeah. for cults. Find the one that you're yeah. most compatible with, you know. So that's a that's a good one. So you get retirement, village, and Animal Crossing for mm-hmm. sure. That that that'd be one I could probably get down with. I, I need to learn more about Animal Crossing because I I agree with Matt. I think Tom Nook is up to some really shady things under the surface. No interest though. Mm-hmm. No interest. <laughs> sure, no interest on the cult. Agreed. So Matt, what do you have for your first universe? Other than World of Warcraft. <laughs> so, actually, surprisingly, I would not pick World of Warcraft for this answer. Yeah, Too much a little, conflict. A little intense. There is c- continuous conflict. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't go anywhere. Whether you're fighting the other faction on the planet, or you're fighting a demon, mm-hmm. a space demon, <laughs> space demon, or things are invading, mm-hmm. you, could, you could live anywhere on that planet. And just not be safe 100% of the time. Just meteors falling out of the sky, demons coming out of the meteors, just, killing your whole family. Yeah, bandits, like, religious fanatic, like, anything undead, everyone is is there. And it's horrible, and you couldn't <laughs> even have a farm. You want a little That's rural true. farm? No. It's Giant true. snake person comes and eats you. Evil scarecrows right, come so to life Wow's, and murder your family. Wow is so far Wow's out of this fantasy. definitely out. Out of here. I would, however, even though you could use the same exact argument, I would, however, want to live in the Destiny 2 universe. <laughs> I was actually kind of thinking that, too. Only if I'm a guardian, though. I was going to say, like, you can't oh, yeah. die then. You're fine. It'd be so cool it to have all those powers. very interesting. I imagine at one point, like, all the, like, short stories about like immortality would come true and you'd be like i just want to die yeah but uh <laughs> <laughs> you're just looking at your ghost and you're just, just like please, please fuck off <laughs> end existence no more for me i've had my full sure but i do think it'd be very interesting because you basically have gone from a time period of like humanity's like golden age 
to like space exploration to mm -hmm. like meeting aliens to fighting aliens fighting space dragons like there's a lot of cool stuff going on and if you're a guardian you can like be resurrected so there's like little risk in dying yeah, yeah. unless you're like harvested by the hive which i guess wouldn't be great but i think it would be interesting there's also like so many mysteries to figure out which mm. i also like yeah, but, uh, also just a stunning landscape. Like, no matter where you go, because I've naturally been playing so much of it. Finally got up to power level 750 mm. today, so oh my congratulations. Nice. Hooray for me. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I was in the same boat because it's it's a stunning world and just, like, that whole universe, there's so much going on. And because you don't have to worry about actually dying, but you get to have all those cool weapons, you get to go floating around with your crazy boosty jumps, and then you get to ride sparrows. I think it'd be a blast. Uh, it definitely would. You'd have to, like... I feel like, as a guardian, though, you'd need to be, like, going to therapy, like, every week. Like, very aware yeah. of, like, your mental state. Mm. I feel just like there's just a lot that you'd have to, like, take into account to be successful. Yeah, very at risk for, like, yeah. PTSD. Yeah. Like, just you probably need, like, a very close group of friends... Well, that's why you get, you get a clan. Get a clan. Get you, you get your clan. You stuff Hawthorne. I'd probably spend a lot of time hanging out with like Hawthorne and Ikora just because I feel like they're also, uh, was it Devrim? I, love I feel Devrim. like that crew, they're all very like crew. down to earth and, and the like, mechanic. rational. Yes. She's dope. I guess I could, I guess I didn't have to, maybe if I was a human in this world, maybe that would be better because if you like a human protected by guardians, like. Oh, that's true. Because then you have a normal human life, but you're participating in everything. Mm. But I guess you wouldn't, like, discover any secrets or, like, do anything super cool. But at least you ha would have, like, you know, you could have a family. You could yeah. live out your life, participate. Can Guardians you could be have adjacent. a family? I don't think so. Because, I mean, like... They're, like, undead. I was going to say, like, also, do they remember their yeah. past lives? Like, do they remember who they were? I don't think so, right? Or they're not mm. supposed to. They're, no, yeah, you're not. Yeah. I think if, because as a guardian, you've been resurrected, mm -hmm. I think originally from like a while ago, right? Every ghost finds its yeah. guardian. Yeah, like but I, no, you I, don't, no, you don't remember because when okay. Aldrin, yeah, you don't remember. Because I'm about to say like, if I actually remembered how I died, that would be a little traumatic. So I think being human in that universe would be a little bit easier yeah because if you're a guardian it's very much like the bill murray groundhog day loop yeah that's what i'm They're kind of afraid like, of right, i gotta go no, i think fight. you remember your death you just don't remember before your first resurrection yeah because i mean like if i just died over and over again like say if i got you know what are they i don't even remember what they're called like but like if the hive like if they didn't harvest me but if they just tortured me for eternity they could totally just do that i would just keep respawning they could have fun with me that would be a little scary yeah. Death no, is a way that, out. That would not be. Yeah. I mean, it's if you weird. Kill your I, like, ghosts, I still, I still want it. I'd still live there. Yeah, I'd still have fun. I, yeah, I still, I still think it's an interesting enough universe to be a part of for sure. Mm. Yeah, I can. Though concur. probably not the most pleasant, but also not the worst. No. Yeah. See, that's one where you're you're not ready for retirement. That's a very good contradiction to Tim's first one because Tim's is like, I'm set. Like, I just want to kick back, relax. Mm -hmm. join a cult Find dinosaur and just chill, chill with out. these animals whereas you're like i want the action let's go into this unexplored universe we keep finding new things there's so much mystery to unfold there's raids there's strikes the gambit 
I, I by the way, absolutely love Gambit. <laughs> I like the Reckoning. There's also like tons of different professions. Mm. You could yeah. be a Cryptarch. You could be a Crucible star. You could yeah. be a treasure hunter. You could. And that's really it. <laughs> that's a good one, though. I, I agree. I'd, I'd like to spend some time there. Yeah. So that's mine. What about you, Steve? What's your first one? So my first one, before I get into my first one, I want to knock off some ones that some people might think I'd go with. The first of which is Journey. I feel like a lot of people might be like, oh, you know, Journey, it's one of his favorites. He brings it up a lot. I wouldn't want to live there because I got to tell you, it seems pretty lonely and I don't want to hang out in the desert too much. With one other person. Yeah. Who you may or may not meet at the end. Or talk to. So Mm. (laughs) Journey's out. I love Journey. Great setting. Great peaceful experience. Don't want to live there, though. Don't want to do it. I'm going to say no to the Metal Gear universe because... Oh, no. No, no, no. Things go crazy in the Metal Gear universe, and it seems like the whole government-controlled pretty much everything really came to fruition in 4. So I don't want to join that, so it's a little, little clo- hitting a little too close to home. So Metal Gear, sorry, you're out. So my first one, and... It's kind of weird because, like, this one definitely seems like a super depressing universe, but mm-hmm. I love the Last of Us universe. Oh. I'm cool with the the zombie apocalypse style because, you know, shit would go south. But if you find, you know, a good little group and you get yourself a good little area, you start farming, you get all your resources, watch out for the clickers. I would just, because at that point, you get skilled. You know. You understand how they move. You understand how to distract them. So you can make weapons out of like homemade stuff. Like one of the bombs you would make was like gunpowder and nails. You just <laughs> throw that at them and they, they get shattered with nails. They're also blind as shit. So like, you know, just don't make a lot of noise. <laughs> so I'm just going to get wrestling shoes and tiptoe my way around the universe. I'll be fine. However, it'd be super peaceful because... We're going to lose probably, like, it's going to, like, Thanos the universe for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, half the people are probably gone to this thing. And then eventually, than someone's probably going to figure out the cure. Like, that's how all these things work out. Some genius in, like, a garage that they stumbled upon with all the right equipment, they'll figure out the cure. And then you'll, all those, you know, the, the infected, they'll probably die because there's probably no bringing back anybody once they've been infected. But we'll probably peacefully get them out. Then we all kind of live in this universe where there's a lot more resources, a lot less traffic, way less congestion. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, I love how that's it a point. Sounds I don't know. pretty good. The world is over. Yeah, no traffic. <laughs> it sounds pretty peaceful, and I think you just have to know the right people. I know a few people who I could probably mooch off of. Make my way through the apocalypse, make some weird, like, mm-hmm. you know, resource runs to prove my worth, and then, you know, we'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I love how I just, like, know. as adults, we're just sitting here talking about these games, and just, like, the first thing we talk about, no interest, we're talking about no traffic, <laughs> we're talking about, I'm just, it's very interesting to me, like, just where our points are Can you think, yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about being, like, sitting there stuck in traffic ever again. You know how frustrating sitting in traffic is? It's the fucking worst. No taxes you gotta pay, because there's no government, yeah. like. See, the more we talk about it, sounds pretty like good. how you want to spend today? Well, I don't really have a choice. Gotta go find me some deer meat so we can eat. And other than that, yeah. no other responsibilities. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Let's, let's try it out. 
of, of all the zombie apocalypse ones, the clickers, yeah, they're pretty terrifying, but there's ways to avoid them. Plenty of ways. You just throw you can just throw bricks at their heads. Yeah. So that's my first one. That's the the Last of Us. I would I, it's it's definitely a little aggressive at the start, but I think it has the potential to lead to a very peaceful civilization. Sure. People learn their lessons and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Because you don't even need the whole, you don't even need the entirety to learn the lesson. You just need your pocket to learn the lesson the right way. And if your pocket strives, then you just don't leave that pocket. So there you go. Gonna hang out with some zombies. All right, Tim, let's move on from zombie world. (laughs) Okay, uh, I got one that's as far from zombie world as possible. I I would like to live in the Monster Hunter universe. I think that would be uh, a lot of fun. That's a good one. Yeah. It's just, you have to carry you know, some wild weapons. Wild weapons, wild adventure. You're just going, like, oh, where are we going? We're going to go to this weird continent where there's just dragons. There are just actual dragons. Maybe dinosaurs. Giant blue gorillas with forearms that, th- that throw rocks at you. Giant birds that, like, take nuts and just eat them so they can grow extra 10 feet tall. And all of that with <laughs> zero ecological, actual impact on what you're doing you're like you're murdering all these monsters over and over again but there's always more and they're always bigger than you and chances are they're going to eat you anyway but if you ever actually get knocked out you, the, a cat with a like a wooden cart comes and carries you away and gives you medical attention <laughs> so everything's fine true it's adorable no actual problems it just seems like a wild good time or just like everything's just made out of like just nonsense and you're just yeah and dinosaur bones and i don't know that's been a theme for me tonight just dinosaur bones but you just like dinosaur bones i just like dinosaurs dinosaurs are cool so i mean i what do you just want to be like a paleontologist like (laughs) they're basically just paleontologists is the really thing they're just like weird (laughs) hunters back in the day where you you're just researching all these different types of monsters all these giant craziness and you're like okay let's figure out them and like you know seeing how they all interact (laughs) not a good universe for like anyone that cares about animals no (laughs) no but the animals can actually like kill you and there's you know that's true they're still dangerous yeah like we're talking godzilla sized dragons that will just you know like oh we're just following that around to figure out what it does because right (laughs) we can't kill the giant volcano dragon thing that's the size Mm -hmm. of a volcano Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm and a dragon put together. Exactly. Volcano dragon. Exactly. And you get to live in a city that's protected. There's no, like, immediate danger to your your home, which no. is good. Yeah. You get to customize everything, do everything that you want to do, what way you There's want to do. people. You can have friends. Who doesn't like, like fairly friends? regular world to live in mm-hmm. besides the giant monsters that besides you the kill. Giant monsters, yeah. You got a job. You got a guaranteed way of making money. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You could be bad. a tavern owner. You I mean, could. there's so much you could do, really. Yeah. Who doesn't like to eat? That's the other thing. If you actually just wanted to be the chef in that thing, you're the biggest, like, that's half of that game is just oh, eating man. before you do anything. Imagine the meals you can make with some of those meats. Just think about the size of that turkey leg. It just came off like a giant turkey. <laughs> yeah, the giant turkey. Like the giant turkey. It'd be like, yep. Gobble, gobbler. Gobble, gobbler. Gobble, gobbler. Gobble, gobbler, the giant turkey. That's, that one's more on the a little bit aggressive mm. side because even if you like say you are just the chef, who's to say one of those giant monsters doesn't come stomping around your kitchen one time and then you got to have these people bail you out. So it seems like a day, like a, a universe where every day could lead to something new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. So Matt, what's your next one? Elder Scrolls universe. <laughs> Which one? Hint. Just I, I can't pick one. The question Ooh, was wow, universe. So. That's true. That is true. That is true. 
So you just kind of. I would not want to live time. during the Oblivion Crisis. No, that shit was it seemed crazy. a little tense. Like I'd rather live during Dragon Crisis, but only if I'm in an area where the dragons don't really go. <laughs> You don't want to be in. Uh... So which area is that? Yeah. Because like they I, fly well, around everywhere. <laughs> you don't want to be in. Yeah. After everything you guys talked I, about last so, week with it being disappointing, like, I'm just like, like that's a lot. Yeah. So before elsewhere, oh. <laughs> I would want to live in the Breton lands, very oh. close to current humans, but you are really good at magic. And you're not an asshole like the high elves. And you're not dirty and in the woods and living in a tree like the wood elves. So you get to live in a house. You get to be really good at magic. Yeah. You can study things. You can go places. Has there been a game in that particular part of uh, the Elder Scrolls universe? Or is that just because I know that each one is like a different area of the world. But there hasn't been one of that particularly. Because they're I, in High Rock, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that could happen in six. Yes, it could happen in the next one. But in ESO, you can go there. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, then you can just go anytime. Yeah, ESO is like, go wherever the fuck you want. Have a, have a blast. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, well, no. I guess after the main quest of ESO is a good time to live. Because there's really just three factions sort of fighting, which like, oh, what yeah. else is new? No. <laughs> but you, and you don't have any, like, Daedra trying to, like, rip your world apart. Yeah. That you know of. Which is a plus. I'm sure there's always some, just like in Animal Crossing, where there's, you know, something <clears throat> lingering beneath the surface. There's always some Daedra lingering beneath the surface. They're ready to pop up. But See, that's actually what the cult worships in Animal Crossing. They, wor they worship the Daedric princes. Just to make sure. So it's all tied together. Who knew the Animal Crossing universe was oh, one they the all same worship. of the Elder Scrolls universe? <laughs> My god, that's so fantastic. funny. I would enjoy that as well, mostly because... I love that kind of medieval time period. You know, there's just like so many cool weapons, just ridiculous outfits, the most outrageous outfits that were just completely acceptable at the time. They're like people walking around in just like these outrageous pantaloons that extend so far out. Even MC Hammer was like, those pants are ridiculous, buddy. <laughs> But it, it was totally fine because everybody was wearing it. So you could get away with it. It was almost like the more outrageous you dressed, the more respected you were. Mm. So I would just do that just for that. So I could dress like a complete jackass and see how many people were like, wow, did you see that outfit? It's fantastic. That guy must have so much money. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's well, that, well. he says. So Steve, what'd you got for your, uh, your second round there? My second round. So I really enjoy the Western time period. However, I don't think I'd survive in a Red Dead setting. I feel like I would, I would be just like lassoed and dragged. Or shot. Something bad would happen to me. Something bad. If I was in the Red Dead universe. Yeah. So what I wanted to do, because I wanted that Western feel, <laughs> I'm going to go in the West of Loathing universe. Oh. And I'm going to go black and white, 2D scroller. Well, it's technically 3D. It has some depth to it. Stick figure animations. Outrageous weapons. And the ability to do crazy walking where I can just do, like, these ridiculous walks or I could roll around or I could mm -hmm. do cartwheels just on the fly. West of Loathing, like I said, is a hilarious game. It's a ton of fun. Cool little RPG. But the, the animation's great because it is just all, like, stick figure drawings. It's just black drawing on a white background. It's as simplistic as it gets, but it's beautiful at the same time. Mm -hmm. 
And I think, like, why not? Like, we, I already live in um, the most realistic universe I could possibly live in. It, like, this is real. So let's just go to this crazy... It's like Doodlebob from Spongebob. You're asking a it's lot like, of let's philosophical just do the questions here life. now. You know, Doodlebob's I'm just going to give it all up. Yeah, well, maybe maybe Doodle Steve will be just the same. But I'll need that edge if I'm living in a Western world. Mihoi, it's mihoi. just a lot of fun because you go into all these... You get to meet all these people. You get to go on these quests. You get to mm-hmm. have a companion. And you get to rank yourself up so you get better as you go throughout your journey. You get to meet some crazy characters. You get to dip in the, you get to dig in the uh, the spittoon, try to find some treasures, even though the game tells you not to. Oh no! I found a great sword because of that. So yeah, I think if I'm gonna do the western setting, I don't want to do the full Red Dead setting because, like I said, I feel like it's just it'd be a little too aggressive. Dutch would probably tell me he has a plan. And then I would end up with just a bullet in my chest because his plan was not a plan. It was just Dutch being a fucking idiot. So give me West of Loathing because that way, at the very least, I'll have just some zany things going on at all times that I'll always be able to chuckle at. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it'll be in black and white, which is just a nice dumbing down of society. Does anybody have any others? Okay, I got two. I'll just make them real quick. Uh, two runners up, two honorable mm. mentions, if you will. First one is Cuphead, because just living in a cool cartoon universe where everything's fun. The devil is even where adorable. Where everything's fun? Everything's fun. Everything's fun. I don't think everything anybody has ever described Cuphead as where everything's yeah, fun. Yeah, but you come back yeah. and you kill them. And you take their souls. I guess, yeah. <laughs> you take their soul contracts and you bring it back to the devil. I think that sounds like a fun time. But the other one, to go on that theme, uh, is The Age of Rock from... Uh, I forget. Uh, never mind. This is a stupid game, but like the, the Jack Black game. Does anyone remember what that was called? I have no idea. I think it was called Heavy Metal or something like that. It's a Tim Schafer game, but it, it like it was a fun. But uh, just like the idea of living in just like a world created out of like heavy metal music album covers just sounds like the most fun place to live. Everything's just riding motorcycles that are made of guitars and volcanoes and giant bat yeah. vampires that are just playing the drums in midair. Sounds great. But the last one, the actual universe, I would actually really like to go back because this goes back way back my about twenty years now. The Pokemon universe. I would love to live in the yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, see, universe. that would be a good one. Yeah. You ten years old, you're old enough to set out on your own, do whatever you want. Universal healthcare takes care of everything. Just go find some animals and raise them and do whatever you want. It'll be fun. That's a very good point. I forgot about the universal healthcare. Like that is the that's my yeah. big theme about adult things, is like not having to pay for those medical bills for like your you know, borderline dog fighting you're doing in that game. Mm-hmm. Let's get real. Like, you know, yeah. that would get pricey. Well, it becomes cockfighting once you get some Pidgeys. Involved. Exactly. Like, none of it's good if you really think about it for too long. <laughs> PETA hates Pokemon. <laughs> it's the worst thing. But at the same time. No, it'd be a great universe because then you get to be a Pokemon master. Yeah, Who doesn't want to be a Pokemon master? Go like, around the country, meet new it. people, go places. There's overpopulation is not a thing. There's like eight people in every town. And you just meet the one dude over there. You just go live wherever you want. It's fine. Except Lavender Town. Lavender Town gets a little spooky. Yeah, it's a little bit fun. Yeah, there's definitely some spooky stuff going well, on. Well, that's the thing. You only need one town to put there. your dead if there's only eight people in every single one town. Just build it in one big that's tower. good point. It's a little yeah. morbid. Yeah, a little bit. Well, but all you need is a bunch can. of badges. But... Then you can, you know, you're 10 years old. You have giant, you can command giant dragons and fly around any town you want to go to. True. You probably have more money than any guy who actually starts a business, so go have fun. Yeah, and then you get a Charizard, because, like, who doesn't want a fucking Charizard? Just go live on Seafoam Island and just be, like, you know, 
the champion that no one can defeat it'll be cool the champion the champion well i want to live in the mist universe so that i can be constantly confused (laughs) (laughs) i'm about to say like that's uh i don't want to live there (laughs) no i wouldn't want to live in the mist universe either though the architecture is quite nice it is it's quite nice quite 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 nice nice. Mm. all right so those were some pretty good ones and so basically let's just round it off with what like, what do you kind of look for in your gaming universes? Is it something, is there, is there one specific thing? Well, cause we don't want to go too, too crazy with this, but is there like one specific thing that you're always kind of looking for when you're trying to kind of get lost in one of those gaming worlds? Mm. Yes. What is it? The lore. It's oh, always the lore. I should have known. Why did I even ask? I don't know why you asked <laughs> the story. It's got to be a well-realized re- universe. I have to be able to talk yes. to people, and they have to be able to tell me about shit going on, and they have to be unique. And yes. I want to read books, and I want things to be weird and mysterious, and I want there to be themes in yeah. areas want things to be different when i go from city to city and Mm. have unique feelings to them yeah political structures that i can this is an in-depth universe you're going after here i like investigate the galactic senate is a plus (laughs) of course if it has a galactic senate that's what i look for as well (laughs) yeah definitely i look for like the story and the yeah just like all the background details that make the place more real in a video yeah. game that's what i go for that's basically what i go for as well because like what i like to feel is i like to feel that this world is lived in not, right not right by me yeah, but yeah. by others so like uh, a couple of ways that that gets done like you said howard like talking to people and finding out their story which then gives you more of the world as a whole story but then things that like horizon zero dawn did and spider-man did and i know many other games do this but there was with spider-man it was the backpacks you'd go around and you'd find peter's old backpacks and like each thing told a, a tale of his past which was also that world's past and then with horizon zero dawn you find audio recordings and so with each audio recording you find out what really happened with the world and kind of how it became what it is and so all of that it, you end up getting introduced to you know characters who you don't ever see you don't ever actually interact with but you actually feel like you knew a little bit about them because the way the world kind of presented them. So I love going into a world and experiencing those little things where you get to, that you get to peel back the page a little bit and realize that this is a lived in world by many other people. And it's not just your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any closing thoughts on the topic, Tim? Uh, I would say uh, as far as like a universe that I would like, what I look for, I would say, I really would like the, the possibility to do things my way. And I don't mean that like I can yes. do anything that I want to do. I don't want like that completely devoid of a path of a, like even just the idea right. of just having a path in front of me, even if I think I'm doing things my own way. Like, I don't want to like for the example of, you know, in the Pokemon universe, I can pick, you know, you should pick a certain team and certain matchups and things like that. But if you have your favorites, just go do it. Just go have fun with it. Yeah. Just, you know, you're going down along the same path that a million people have done, but you're doing it your specific way, the way you want to. Having, like, the possibility, like, one of the things that I always felt limited by when, say, games like Destiny was that, you know, and especially even going back further to, like, say, World of Warcraft, there's always, like, they give you all these possibilities, like, in uh, 
tier trees and, you know, talents and all these fun things. But there's really only, like, five talents you really want to pick because the rest of them are just nonsense things that don't matter. Or you're going to fill out the tree anyway. So just having the chance mm-hmm. to, like, just play around and do things a little bit differently than, say, someone else just kind of... It just gets me going. Nice. Gets all good stuff. Gets him going. Gets gets me going. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that has been the gaming universes we like to call home. And so if you guys out there have any gaming universes you'd like to call home, give us a call at 347-509-5620. And with that, it's time to kick it into patch notes. Before we do, I think we have an ad read for one evil Tim Industries. (laughs) As the CEO, CFO, PAWG, BBQ of Evil Tim Industries, uh, I really need, like, we're very proud of a new product line we're coming out for, and I'm, I will mm. do a little ad read here. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you reminisce about the days when you used to go to the playground and there was just always a hint of danger? You'd go down the yeah, slide, and at any point in time, you could just ride down that slide and you could fly off and have lots of fun, or skid mm. your knees and get tetanus. Well, Evil Tim Industries comes out with a new line, Rusty Playground Equipment for Adults. Wow. (laughs) Great. I've been looking forward to this. Same. It brings you back to the days when they didn't care about child safety Mm -hmm. or children at all. And just, you know, Mm -hmm. throw them down the slide. Let them do whatever. Who cares? If they disappear, maybe we'll look for them. But we're not really worried about that. Evil Mm -hmm. Tim Industries. (laughs) More work for your mouth. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, also Definitely the worst thing, too, were, were those metal slides mm-hmm. that were just in the sun all day, and it would just be like a thousand 8, degrees. thousand degrees. It built character. The worst. Yeah, it was. that was something. And so, with that, we are kicking it off with Patch Notes, and this is Patch Notes 08.14.19, in which we bring you the gaming news that broke since last we spoke. <laughs> And so this is Patch Notes, and I will kick it off. And today, Bungie actually streamed their new armor updates for Shadowkeep. So I took some notes on it, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to the changes that they're making. There's going to be a lot more customization for sure. So just kind of run de- running down some of these notes. So the mobility, recovery, and resilience, they've changed those. Instead of, you know, 0 to 10, now it's a 1 through or 0 to 100 scale. And so depending on what armor you have and what mods you equip to your armor... That'll change how much you have of each, so you can kind of customize it to the way you want to play. But they've also added discipline, intellect, and strength. And so I believe those are the ones in Destiny 1. And so they've added those to those stats. And so with discipline, what that'll do is it's for your grenade recharge, intellect is for super recharge, and strength is for melee recharge. So now you can increase those stats to increase the recharge rate of all three of those. And what they've done is the power level, what I saw is it's over 800, which I feel like everybody expected. Woo. I feel like the power level at this point is going to be like up to 850, I feel like is what I imagine it'll be. Cue the over 9,000 the, GIF in the, in the chat right now. Just, oh, over 9,000. <laughs> and just a little cosmetic when you bring up your character on the character screen. So like when you're going to change your weapons and your armor, you actually now see your ghost and your sparrow behind oh. you. So that's, that's nice. Yeah. And they've raised the glimmer cap to 250,000. So it's not a hundred thousand anymore. Hmm. Each, 
each armor is also going to have an energy type and amount. And so the amount is 0 through 10. And what the amount is, is each mod is going to have a number indicator. So basically, if you have 5 energy on your boots, and one of the mods you want to put on it is 3, then you can only put another mod of 2 or 1, because you can't go more than 5. You're always able to rank up, up to 10. I did notice that to rank up the energy slots up to 10, for whatever armor you're using, it looks like you need to use something called an Ascendant Shard. I don't know if that's in there now or if that's going to be new. I haven't... No, there. Is, there, or is that when you do the Ascendant oh, wait. Challenges? No, there's Legendary Shards. There's Legendary Shards and then the Enhancement Cores. So I don't know if these right. Ascendant Shards... might. I think these might be new. And that's to get it to level 10 for your energy slots, you need an Ascendant oh. Shard to rank it up. Hmm. It looks like otherwise, when you want to you know, rank up your equipment or you want to, you know, basically if you have a gun that you really like and then you get a higher power weapon and you want to basically take that power level, you still need to use the enhancement cores, legendary shards, glimmer. It does look like they changed the name of enhancement cores to enhancement prisms. I'm not sure if those are two completely different things. They still look like the same icon, so I'm imagining it's just a name change. You can also, so whatever armor you put on, you can also put on whatever ornament you want so that way you can look the way you want and still have the skills that you want. I do think that might be their attempt to get people to go to the Eververse and like buy ornaments. I'm probably not going to do that. I'm, I really, at this point, I don't really care exactly how my armor looks. I'd rather just care about You mean like transmox? It's, it, it literally is like you'll put on a helmet and then you can put on a helmet ornament to like, sh so that way physically you look like something else. Oh yeah. But you're, so and so now they're also changing it too. Instead of showing you like, your level instead of saying like 50 next to it, it's actually going to show above like so the other people that you're playing with it'll show what they are like hunter titan or warlock so oh. that way it gives you an idea especially in pvp of like who you're playing against mm -hmm. the mods are pretty great it's like you can get it kind of the same way but once you have a mod you have it for good hmm. so it's gonna there's definitely be some gr some grinding to actually unlock a lot of these different mods but it is nice that like once you unlock one, you have it for good. It's not going to go away if you end up dissolving that piece of or dismantling, excuse me, that piece of equipment. Mm. So overall, I, I love what I'm seeing. I love the fact that everything is getting a little bit more customization and also they're changing everything. So like if you go back into your collections, if you go to pick up, you know, like a, an exotic armor that you had that'll be upgraded. So it'll have the 2.0 armor stats, meaning you'll be able to have the mobility resistance, but also discipline, intellect, and strength as well. So additional spots for mods. You have like up to like three spots for mods on these different ones. The energy is a cool thing, but I think it's going to add to just a lot more customization options, which I think is awesome because like it really shows that they're going like full on gung-ho of like, we want to make this as immersive an experience and like what the players mm. want. So I love what they're doing. I'm happy they delayed it because it, it, it shows that they know that they don't want to just push this out there to meet a deadline. It shows that they want to push this out there when it's ready. I'm looking forward to October 1st. Very excited. Yeah. Did they mention anything with shaders? They didn't. I don't think they did. I think they would. Ah. Yeah. They're, they're going to hold know that off they, on I mean, that. we still so have them. effing annoying. <laughs> Why? You don't like the, the shader system? No. It's horrendous. Well, that was the whole problem with Destiny 2 in the first place was like you needed yeah. eight of the same shader to shade all the different things that looked the same. Otherwise, everything looked all... I don't even right. care if it was harder to unlock each of them. They're just like an inventory management nightmare right now. My mailbox yeah. is oh, full yeah, of them. That is, My inventory is full of them. Just like, I don't care if you make some of them really hard to unlock. Just let me 
live my life. Yeah. <laughs> if I have a hundred, without caring about shit, I feel like after all I played, bogging my inventory down. Like the little I played, I think I had like a hundred and twenty of like a basic one, and I'm like, what do I need Wild. that for? Just let me unlock the whole thing. I could remake the same skin if I wanted to use this awful color a hundred and twenty times. What do I care? I don't even keep. I delete all the green ones now, and I just keep the or the blue ones. Blue and green. I just keep the purple ones because they don't look and cool. Even then, my inventory yeah. is over, over uh, the limit. It's a poorly thought out way of just getting money out of the average gamer. Not, That's just how it goes. Good. Like I'm sure yeah, it wasn't so nothing about the game shaders. designer's idea. I'm sure it was it's my some other company idea. that I know of. We won't say their name. So yeah, no, 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 no shader company. news. But overall, I did like what I heard from the stream, so I'm looking forward to October first. But. uh yeah, that's mine. And uh, Tim, what do you got? Okay. Uh, I actually got an article on Polygon from uh, a Michael McWhorter, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, about a recent filing with the FCC. A really, it's kind of a long way around, but uh, it's a the design of a back of a controller. Uh, it's got Nintendo written all over it, <laughs> and it uh, kind of just looks very similar to the controller I'm having in my hands that just. You guys can't see it because I can't lift it without making a whole lot of noise, mm-hmm. but it's the Super Nintendo controller 100%, which raises the concerns that everyone, not concerns, but uh, the idea that everyone's looking forward to Super Nintendo games on the Switch going forward, which I am kind of ecstatic about because that was my first generation of games. And the fact that so yep. many classics are just not available by any legal way is absurd. And it's been absurd for the past yeah. 20 years with Nintendo. But it seems like they're taking steps this generation. And it's it's exciting. The fact that I can just have, you know, Donkey Kong Country just on my Switch. I could just buy it and play it right. the way it was meant to be played and not through any kind of back-channel emulator. You know, it probably runs better on an emulator because people actually care about things. But it's just an exciting piece of news. It's, you know, it's a roundabout way because it's just an image on the back of a filing of a back of a controller but it's a good sign. Yeah, especially because I feel like they've been so quiet about SNES games mm-hmm. on the Switch. And like every, you know, every month we get those new NES games and most of them are just like those really shitty NES games that like nobody would care to ever play. And everyone's like, "Can we just get some SNES ones on? Like there's so many good ones you could throw on here." And I guess those were just like the ones that they just completely own the rights to because I mean like who is not excited yeah. to play pinball on the NES? Do you remember pinball? <laughs> yeah, right. No, exactly. you don't. Nor and do you it's want to baseball. play baseball. Like that's like you might as well play tanks on the atari you don't care the game is eight thousand years old and it's not even worth even playing what do you think if this would lead to an increase on the yearly fee for the online i think would that deter you at all considering how good of a price that really is compared to like and you know i know you guys have already I mean, yeah, 20 you know, bucks a talked year. about subscription services in depth yeah. on this show but like that's the best possible deal mainly just because they do bare minimum internet connectivity with the nes games that no one wants but if it caused a little bit of an increase maybe like down the line it's still the best deal like what was it twenty dollars for a year that's absurd that's it and then like you can have so yeah if it goes up like 10 bucks i think it's totally worth it because there's a lot of awesome games on the snes like i have the snes classic but even that was like 22 games so uh, there's so many more and that was a generation that things got i i think it gets way more complicated because the nes i feel like nintendo owned everything too but like getting to the super nintendo that's when like a lot of third party 
even if they were, you know, on Nintendo systems, a lot of third-party studios started coming up. Like, that's when Rare really had, uh, really hit its, like, stride with games like, you know, like I said before, Donkey Kong Country, and then eventually th down the line. That's why you can't play Banjo-Kazooie on any form of Nintendo product. It's owned by Rare, and that's why it's owned, which is now owned by Microsoft, and now you have to buy the Rare Replay if you want anything to do with that. Mm. But it's, it's just, yeah. it starts getting complicated around this generation, which, like, kind of see why they're taking their time because they like coming in like the most criticism people got for say like the SNES classic was just like well why wasn't there this game well why wasn't there this game why can't we have this bop, yeah. bop, 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 bop. it's because it's going to cost money to relicense all those games to put yep. on any Nintendo product and they know they can ask for a lot of money I mean the, meaning these possibly even defunct third party studios because Nintendo's got deep pockets and they have the Switch. Yeah. So they can ask for anything exactly. they want, which might not even make it a good deal. So who knows? Yeah, I'm just excited that we actually have a little bit of an inkling that they are moving forward with like SNES games oh, because they'd have to. I mean, there, there's so much opportunity there. Yeah. And so I'm excited. I mean, there, there's there's hope finally. Hope. <laughs> I, I mean, like even at the same time, I'm looking at things like all the Dragon Quest games that are that could be that were on the SNES. Think about uh, Final Fantasies. Every single one of those. Uh, like the one game I ever wanted to play from my childhood, I never got to was like say, Dragon Warrior three, and no one's seen that on a platform in twenty years. And with you know Dragon yeah. Quest now coming onto the Switch, coming back to Nintendo, being in Super Smash Brothers, it could mean anything. And finally having legal avenues to get these games mm. is exciting. I agree. And so that is what we got for patch notes. So that has been patch notes oh eight point one four point one nine. And now we do have a voicemail from our good buddy, Dexter. So let's play that, and then we'll have a quick little chat, and then we'll round out the show. So here is Dexter talking about some fucking video games. Hey, guys. It's your friend, Dexter492, a.k.a. Derek Hauser, your Patreon, and also known as the Flying Spaghetti Dexter. Uh, just wanted to add a few things. Uh, the Sims. SimCity was a really great game uh, that I liked first to last, um, as was featured on your last uh, podcast episode. And then it evolved into The Sims, which was crazy at the beginning, and which evolved into The Sims 2 and then The Sims 3. And they always had so many expansions. Like... The very original Sims, there was like 15 expansions for it. I mean, you had The Sims making magic, The Sims living large, The Sims deluxe, <laughs> The Sims pets. I mean, the list goes on, guys. It was crazy. And there were always very awesome ways to either mess around with the neighborhood or kill your Sims or just do some shenanigans that just shouldn't happen in real life, or build some crazy freaking just deluxe, you know, mansion that you could only dream of. And so anyways, I just wanted to add that in as one of the uh, games that you guys were talking about uh, as an honor rule mention uh, from last week's episode. And also, uh, Final Fantasy. Where was Final Fantasy, Kate? Hmm. Why didn't we? Why didn't we talk about Final Fantasy more? 
Hmm? We're talk about Kingdom Hearts. Screw Kingdom Hearts. I'm done with Kingdom Hearts. Dang it. Anyways, guys. Love y'all. Love what y'all are doing. Uh, keep it up. And, uh, happy 100th episode whenever that happens, which is very soon. Very soon. 100 episodes, guys. You guys got it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for giving us a call, Dexter. And yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to find. We're gonna get to the bottom of this about why Kate didn't talk more about Final Fantasy on the first yeah, last episode. Yeah. What's up with yeah, that, Kate? Kate? Hmm. Well, I agree though. The Sims is one of those games that has always been enjoyable, pretty much from start to finish. I actually, I just found. I was looking through some of my old stuff the other day, and I found that I still have the original Sims on PC. Wow. I just have nothing to play it on because oh, wow. my laptop doesn't have a disk drive. Right. Wow. <laughs> that's if you could even. But if, yeah, that's if you could even get it going because that's what like Windows ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it, it would not be able to work. No. But no, no, no. Ibu ababu. So many good times with the Sims, like especially the Lots first time it came that's on like PS two. Because I remember when it first came to PS2, that's when it started to get a little bit more, like, there was, there's more stuff you could do. And then it also introduced, it had Fisheye, so you could play first-person mode uh, on The Sims, which was, oh, it was something, oh, for I sure. Don't like that. I don't that like that terrifying. at all. Yeah, it's a little terrifying. No. But no, I agree. The Sims, from first to last, has been a, a pretty evolutionary series, for sure. So thanks for giving us a call, Derek. Yes, and thank you. If any of you out there have any thoughts on this episode or any of the previous episodes, give us a call at 347-509-5620. And with that, Tim, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And before we wrap things up, do you have anything on the interwebs you like to plug? Do you, maybe your Twitch, your Twitter? Uh, Sure. Uh, I'm the most inconsistent streamer that's ever existed. I got to affiliate and then moved, got a girlfriend, and then just fell off the face of the earth but uh if you wish to follow me uh i am looking to i'm considering making a comeback these days uh you can follow me at twitch at uh evil at twitch.tv slash evil timothy uh you can follow me on instagram at uh evil tim just take the first i out of evil and replace it with a one and you got me uh nice you can find me all those good places and uh if you really want to find me just join the discord and chat it up and talk about games good plug for the discord good Mm -hmm. man so thanks again for joining us. This has been a lot of fun chatting with you. Thanks again for the topic as well. Like you, you were a very prepared guest, and you, you gave a lot. You gave it your full. And also, you met Donna D, which is something no other guest can say. She is my personal yeah, hero. So that's impressive. Uh, so I'm very excited. Like my life has been made because of it. Like, yeah. Every time she's on, I you know an angel gets their wings. That's what yeah, they say. The, my the birth of and my so firstborn child will happen, and it will pale in comparison to meeting Donna D in real life. So exactly. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how. It, how it should be but with that it is time to close out episode 92 so if you've enjoyed this or any other episode head on over to whatever podcast service you listen to us on whether that be spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in iheart radio podcast addict pocket cast whatever it is leave us a like subscribe to us and write us a review it goes a long way and we really appreciate the support and of course if you've enjoyed this or any other content we produce or hanging out in that discord head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player and if you're feeling generous throw us a buck or two because every dollar you give us goes right back to the show to make it the best podcast in the entire world. And then we get to have more cool guests like Evil Tim join us and chat about video games. So head on over there if you're feeling generous and you want to join that rad group. And so we close out episode 92 as we always do. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed making it for you. And as always, wherever you are, 
wherever you're listening from. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you all very soon. Microsoft products. can't even be bothered. I don't it. remember asking a question. <laughs> Fucking chair, man. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> Alrighty.